Love Talk Radio. BlogTalkRadio.com, starring the best animal communicator in the world, Laura Sinchfield, the pet psychic. That would be me. Hey, everyone. I'm Laura Sinchfield, the pet psychic. And what's neat about me is that I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. And I dedicate this show to teaching you all and your animals how to understand each other better. Log on to thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com for all things animal communication as well as other services and tips provided by Laura the Pet Psychic. Call in right now at 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. The chat room will be open in a minute. Sorry, I haven't gotten to it. I'm your producer and co-host, Aiku Sahara. Thanks to Kendra and Diana who are working the phones today. And today, you must stay tuned throughout the show because you might find out if you are the winner of our exciting giveaway from last week. Um, We had a contest asking our audience, what is the most important thing my animal has taught me? And so the winner will be uh, announced later in the show, and they will win a private 15-minute consultation with Laura the Pet Psychic. So stay tuned. Very exciting news. (laughs) Right? Very exciting. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Uh, let's go straight to calls because we got a lot going on today. So let's see what's happening here. Um, our first caller is Tia, who has uh, Lily the dog with a severe separation anxiety, and Lily is a Chihuahua Terrier. And the Lily's picture is on Facebook. So go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash pet psychic radio. So Tia, what are Lily's issues? What's happening? Tell us what her behavioral issues are right now. Sure. Well, Lily is a year old and she's a rescue. So she's had a little trauma in her young life. We've had her Mm -hmm. for about four months, four and a half months. And what, what very quickly happened is she bonded to me. Um, maybe because I'm home with her, maybe because I have a chronic illness. Um, I think that might be playing into it. But what happens is I can't, you know, we have a patio that she loves to sunbathe on and everything, and she'll go there on her own. But the second I close the doors and give her some trade or something and try to part from her and be on a different floor or go outside for a minute, and she starts um, she starts barking and warning and scratching and owning at the door, and and she actually lets out these distress signals, these very, very high-pitched ear-piercing sounds that were just, you know, I can handle a little bit of whining and barking because she's not getting, you know, she gets used to it, but not the best calls, which I think she just went into a complete panic. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if you have her favorite food ready for her there, she will ignore it. So um, will she do that if you leave her with somebody else and you leave, or is it just when you leave her alone? Um, she is. She will accept um, another member of the family. So only she's only been left alone with my husband or my daughter, and but she, depending on her mood, um, she sometimes isn't even crazy about that. She still can be nervous if I'm gone. Okay, and then what if you, like, what if you just, like, go to the bathroom and close the door? Will she be okay? Um, Right now she's okay, but she will follow me and wait patiently outside the bathroom. Okay, but good, but she can be separated and she doesn't have to see you. Yeah, I mean, so it's, it's if she knows I'm in the room type of thing and there's no way out for me to sneak out, <laughs> she'll just wait there. <laughs> and can you leave her in the car? No, she won't let me able to do that either. Okay. And what do you do when she does the whining? Well, normally what I've what I've been trying to do is, you know, um, I've been told that it's okay if she whines a little or barks or, you know, hits the door a little bit. But when if it's in a panic, 
and she starts doing her high-pitched distress signals. I want to cut that off before she gets there. So normally what I would do is if she's yelping too much, I might just appear from out of the blue and casually walk by so she knows she's not alone. I was just downstairs or something. And then I wait for her a little bit. I don't even acknowledge her. Um, I'll just wait for her to settle down, and then I might give her a treat or something And then, you know, as she, because she's relaxed, and then I'll walk away again for a couple of minutes. And I keep doing that, trying to extend it. So I did mm-hmm. extend it. I was able to get to 35 minutes um, like after two and a half months, something like that. And then it went, suddenly something happened. She wouldn't allow it anymore, and we went down to zero. So now we're so, probably good. Are, are you coming back at the, when she gets to that, like, when are you appearing again? Are you always appearing again when she gets to start to be yelping? Um, I try to cut that off before it can. So I don't, it, like, she'll yelp a little bit, and then when it calms down, I appear when it's, when she's quiet. So I don't want to hear, you know, it's at least 15, 30 seconds after her last whatever, bang on the door or yelp or whatever. Okay, good. Good. Um, And then what if you leave her in a crate or something? Is she okay in a crate? No, I think she's a little bit worse in a crate. I tried that too. Okay. Um, Okay, and then if you leave her, and so is it just on the patio that you're leaving her or are you leaving her, like, inside the house? Uh, no, well, right now, only when I'm home, like I'm trying to get her used to being away from me, so I will ask her to sit, you know, farther away from me or something while I go into the next room for a minute. But otherwise, if we're if I'm trying to leave her for any length of time, like, you know, five minutes, um, it's really been on the patio. So it's an indoor. <laughs> it's an indoor patio. It's not, it's not outdoors. Sorry? It's not outdoors, did you say? No, I mean, it's, you, it's enclosed with glass so she can see the world walking by and the dogs and everything, and you can, we can open the window so she has the fresh air and the sunshine. Oh, so it's like a room. It's like a room more, like a sunroom. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a sunroom, exactly. Okay. Okay, let's get her and see what she says. Hold on. I get feeling worried. I feel like I can't breathe. What are you scared about, Lily? What scares you when your when your mom leaves? But I won't be able to handle being myself. And what does that mean? You won't be able to handle being yourself. It means that I'll start shaking, and then that will make me nervous. So, Lily, one of the cool things that you can do when your mom leaves is see if you can, like, think about other things. Like, you could think about your family, and you could think about doing sits or downs, and you could think about how your mom wants to keep you in a safe spot. And that's a really safe spot on the patio. Can you not feel safe out there? It makes me feel too exposed. What does that make you feel exposed to? To everything, it scares me. I wonder if you should get like an X pen and leave her in the house in an X pen. I have tried um, a crate inside the house because I was worried that maybe it was too much activity outside, like she heard mm-hmm. too much. So I did mm-hmm. do that and played, played music for her and everything, but she didn't seem to like that either. Did but I can you, try that. Um, when you leave her on the patio, do you um, do you sit on the patio ever with her? Yes, yes. We sit there. We play there. I just, you know, sometimes I just pet her, whatever. We feed her there. She also so has a little doghouse there. So it's a place where the family hangs out? Um, well, we do. Yeah, one, yeah, we do. Uh-huh. So, Lily, like, the family hangs out there. So how? No, I don't like it. I feel too exposed. Well, Lily, what if you learned how to be inside the house? I would like that better on a rug. It's just inside of me that makes me scared. Lily, what's really important is that you lick and yawn and blink your eyes. And the other thing that I need to tell you, because this is very, very important, you have to realize that your future can be way better than how you feel right now or how you felt in the past. 
And if you want to be a really confident dog, you have to realize that confident dogs stay home alone. Okay, really happy dogs stay home alone. And you're just a little girl, and you're going to grow up to be much older, and you need to learn how to stay home alone, and you can do it. And when you get all worried and all upset, it's a false fear, meaning that there's no reason to have that fear. You're safe always. And they're trying very, very hard to teach you to be safe, to feel safe. Do you realize that they're teaching you to feel safe? You know, when they leave and then come back, do you realize that they're trying to teach you? What do you think that's all about? I think that they're playing a game with me. And I don't like the game. <laughs> I know, Lily, but you're going to have to learn it. you got to learn it. It's just the way it is. You gotta blink your eyes, lick and yawn, and to tell yourself over and over again, I am safe and I'm loved and I'm confident. I stay home alone, like a normal dog. Doesn't matter what happened in your past, it's over. You have like the the greatest thing because you're in good hands now and your future is gonna be way better than you can imagine, but you gotta do your work. You gotta start like really thinking about it and you gotta really start thinking I'm confident and I can do this. If you keep thinking, oh no, I'm scared and paranoid, then you're gonna be scared and paranoid. You gotta change your thoughts. Lift, yawn, blink your eyes and change your thoughts. Alright? My mom is nervous for me too. Do you feel like that's true? Um, sometimes. Hmm. I think that one, and I'm not saying that you're doing this, but one of the things that's really important in situations like this is that we don't get attached to the rescue story and we don't get attached to the past of what happened to her. It's literally, you're fine, you can handle this, I want to have a normal life. And just make, literally make her get over it. And just lick and yawn and blink her eyes. And then when she is, like, when she is, like, carrying on, do you, like, pick her up or what do you do? No, I basically try to ignore her until she calms down and then I give her the attention. Good. One of the things that can happen, especially when they're younger, and you just have to be really careful that that this doesn't happen with her, is that they learn the routine. They learn the, um, okay, mom comes in and now she feeds me and then she goes away longer and then I start whining and then I settle down for 10 seconds and then mom appears again. <laughs> so um, you have to sometimes push her longer and then as you know, which I think you're doing already, come back way sooner. Like don't even like like come back. If you have point A, B, and C, sometimes come back at point A. Don't push okay. her to point B and C every time. Right. Um, and just also the other thing is, is when you're sitting with her during the day, like at other times, um, say to her, like, say to her, um, you know, okay, so mom leaves and she goes to the store and then you're fine, you lick and yawn and blink your eyes, you play with the toy, you lie down and you sleep, and then I come home. And you just tell her on times when you're not even doing the exercise, so she really gets a clear picture in her head of when, of what's going to be happening and what you want for the future, like what a normal dog does. And um, you have to be really careful of your thought right after the thought. So, for instance, when you're saying to her, like, I want you to be good and I want you to lick and yawn and be confident, you have to think to your, be careful that you don't think to yourself, oh, my gosh, she's going to do it in, like, five minutes. Or, oh, gosh, I hope she doesn't do it in five minutes because then she's going to pick that up. Okay. But you keep, just keep at it and keep picturing in your mind what you want of her and she will get over this. I had a dog that was like shredding curtains and like my wolf hybrid, she was like digging, she was peeing and panting and she took completely got over it. I could leave her anywhere. I could leave her in strangers' homes. So oh, you just got to 
you, you just got to hold that in your mind that they do get over this. You just have to just keep working it. And also, like, there's also this thing about um, making it like that training session, you know, which is really important, especially in the beginning that it becomes a training session. But then at other times, you want to think, like, this isn't a training session. This is real life. And don't have it in your mind that you're training because she's going to know the difference between a training session and when you're actually leaving. So sometimes think, like, this is just real life. I'm going to run out and get the mail or something. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. Keep us posted. Okay. Thank you so much. Thanks, Okay, Kia. Lily. Positive thoughts. <laughs> Bye. So main points for Tia and Lily are to focus on calming signals. I mean, she already does so much, it seems like, with her, with uh, working with Lily. What else um, did you suggest? I, well, I think with Lily, the main thing really is, like, holding in her mind what she wants for Lily in the future. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we get caught so much up in the process and, like, where she is right now that that's where our thought frame is. And Lily, she's just, she's so young. She doesn't know, like, in her mind, she doesn't know, like, what a normal dog does. She doesn't Mm -hmm. have that experience. It's not like she was fine and then she wasn't fine. She's never had that experience of what it feels like to be a normal dog. And Mm -hmm. so so we need to show her that in her mind and in her body. Like, this is what is a normal situation for a dog like if you want to be confident and happy and there's no reason why you can't be then you have to do these things you have to learn how to be alone if if they don't if they just continue training and they don't have that thought process Lily will never get better mm-hmm. because and they'll, she'll be 15 years old and they'll be sneaking her in in the back to all sorts of stores I know it because I have clients like that I know people <laughs> like that Oh wow! Well, I hope uh, we get an update. So it happened, you know. Yeah, call us back to you. Want to know what's going on with Lily? Uh, So today we have a very special guest, uh, Sarah Lillard from Kitten Cuddle Room, and I'll let you know what that is. Or actually, she'll let you know what that is in a second. Um, And kittenrescue.org, which um, she does a lot of kitten rescue, fostering, and such. Sarah is very important to the kitten rescue community and has come up with a very clever way to promote kitten rescue. So, Sarah, um, tell us about how you uh, started this kitten webcam. I saw a kitten webcam based in Seattle, and I found myself coming home at the end of the day, and I'd have a stressful day, and I'd turn on the kitten cam, and all of a sudden everything in the world was okay. And... Mm -hmm. I watched this process that this man, John, did with his kittens and watching him care for them and then them get fostered, I mean, get adopted. And I thought, I can do that. (laughs) (laughs) I can bring some happiness to people around the world. And I was hoping the cam would help them become adopted much faster than usual. Yeah, and so this is called Kitten Foster Kitten Cuddle Room, and where can we see this? It is on Livestream, um, mm-hmm. so it's you know new dot livestream dot com forward slash Foster Kitten Cuddle Room, and we'll have that link uh, later on on our uh, website as well, so you can it is everyone on Facebook. Can... It's, oh, it's yeah. on Facebook already. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Sarah's Kitten Cuddle Room on Facebook. Oh, great. And so what is your, so how are you working with these kittens and fostering? What's going on with the whole fostering and adoption portion of your work? Well, it's it's very hard because I am a total animal lover, so it's been a bit emotional for me, and I'm only on my fourth run of kittens. Um, but the one cat in particular that I've been questioning um, that I wanted to ask about was the first mama of the first litter that I had. And after they were fixed, they go back to the rescue that I was working with at the time, and they wait there until they get adopted. And all of the other kittens from my litters and the other mama I had had been adopted, but Fleur had not been adopted yet. And mm-hmm. it was she went back in May. So 
yesterday I brought her back to my house into oh, the kitten cuddle room. <laughs> oh, neat. I couldn't handle it anymore. But I I need her to know that while she's here, that I am looking for a new home for her and that there, she's going to either have to share the room with the kittens that I'm fostering or she will have to be integrated with my two cats. And my preference is the kittens because one of my cats is dying of heart disease right now. So if I could get her to understand that, because in the rescue she was becoming very unfriendly and she couldn't be in the free roam room, and they said that she wasn't showing well with families. And she's the sweetest cat in the world. So that's why I finally said, that's not who she is. It's distress. She needs to come home with me now. Oh, okay. Let's get her and and tell her. And so we're going to tell her that she's either got to be in with the kittens or, or in with your cat. But really, it's in with the kittens. That's the best for her, right? Yes, the kittens need to come into the room she's in because that's where the webcam is. Oh, okay. Okay, great. Let's get her. You know what? I like you here a lot. I don't mind if the kittens come in here. I'm feeling much healthier than I used to feel. I want to ask you something. When I find a home, is it going to be with a man or a woman? We don't really know yet. Do you prefer one or the other? I prefer women. But if a man wanted me, he would have to have gentle hands. Can you tell my mom something? Is it best to look at the camera? Because I'm trying to look at the camera. And how many people will look at me? What should we tell her? Um, right now, she's got a, she's got about twelve hundred people who are taking turns looking at her. Um, oh, normally, yeah. normally there's between twenty and fifty or sixty people um, throughout the day at one time. Um, oh my! But she doesn't. Good. She doesn't need to look at the camera necessarily. They love to see her beautiful face, but they just want her to be comfortable and they want to see her play and be happy. Did you hear what she said? She wants you to play and be happy and just show your happiness. And that's what's going to help get you adopted. You know what I think is neat? If everybody looked at me, and saw me wonder, with a wonderful home. Can we put a sign in the room that says, imagine these cats adopted in loving homes? You know, that's actually not a bad idea. Absolutely. She's like giving, maybe she was listening to my last reading where we were talking about positive affirmation. (laughs) You're so smart. I can't even believe how smart you are. I had a traumatic beginning. What happened was bad. But I don't have separation anxiety. You know what you should say to that dog? It's not other people that give you self-confidence. It's in yourself. And you got to look for it. People can help. But some people want a baby. But you got to look really deep in yourself. And then you'll find the confidence you need. That's interesting that she's talking about that, huh? Because you saw her sad at her last place, right? Yeah, she seemed more stressed. 
Mm. And and that kind of led to depression, I think. But it was always like her eyes were always enlarged and she was at the back of the cage. And I know that she's naturally very sweet. And when I first brought her home with her kittens, she came out of a carrier. She came over to me. She wasn't afraid. And at the rescue, she started, she seemed overwhelmed. Yeah, it's interesting how she's talking about, well, well, what, what I'm curious about is, like, you, your person helped you feel more confident, right, by bringing you back? Yeah, she noticed my sadness. So then once I was in a good place, I got my confidence back. So what she's telling that dog is that the dog is in a good place, so she should find her confidence. Why was the other rescue, why was the rescue making you sad? The other place. Because all the other animals were sad? And they were like, no one's going to get adopted. It's so hard to get adopted. But here, it's a different feeling if we can get adopted. Do you feel like that's true where she was? Um, I think that for the mom, the older cats now, yes, it's a bit harder because it's kitten season. And everyone's oh. adopting kittens. Oh, that's interesting. But the second mom I fostered did get adopted. Oh, yeah, because I think she, like, she realizes that you have faith that she can get adopted. Mm, absolutely. So that helps her be more confident. She's so sweet. What else do you want to know about her? Well, she's still tucking her tail underneath her, so I wanted to know if that was just her being scared or is there something wrong. Yeah. Why are you tucking your tail underneath you? What's the story with that? I have a poopy problem. When I poop, it hurts me. And when I do that, it makes my butt feel a little better. That surprises me, actually. I thought for sure she was going to say she was scared. Would the... um. Do you notice, is, are her poops really hard or anything? No. In fact, she pooped in the carrier on the way home yesterday, and it was soft. Do you think she's sore back? Like, what do you mean? What's going on with your poops? It's hard to poop. It hurts my back. I wonder if she well, needs an adjustment by a chiropractor. <laughs> Well, but I don't she's, think she pooped today, so maybe it's just started. No, it always feels like that. Hmm. And it could feel like that even with her having diarrhea if she's out of alignment there. And then that actual, when you go to poop and you you um, she has to squat, that could hurt her back. Okay. I would get her adjusted. Do you have access to a chiropractor? Um, I don't know, but I will find out for sure. Yeah. You're in the uh, you're in the Los Angeles area, right? I'm in Eagle Rock. Oh, Eagle Rock. Oh, you're right near me. Uh, we could totally send you um, some lists of people who work in the area. That would be great. Yeah. Cool. Um, so yeah. what else? Do we have any other questions? Um, so she says she wants to be with a a woman, preferably, right, Laura? Yes, that's what she said. <laughs> that's not a problem. I, I get to choose who gets her, and I get to do a home inspection. So mm -hmm. that's why I switched rescues, so I would have more control over that area. Um, I, I'll hold on to her as long as I need to to find the perfect home. Oh, good. Okay. Good. That's awesome. And which which rescue are you at now? You're at Kitten Rescue? I'm at Kitten Rescue, and we do pet adoption events every weekend on Saturdays um, all over the city. And that was my last question was, will she be able to handle that? 
going to Petco and being in a cage for three and a half hours. Okay. Did you hear? No, I just want to stay in this room. I don't want to go anywhere else. Because when I stay in the room, I feel good. But when I go out, I don't feel so good anymore. I got a stomach ache. I really think she needs an adjustment. I think that's going to help you or help her. If you get your body fixed, would you want to go out then and go to Petco and see if you could find, be in a cage and see if you could find your home? That would be really neat. And then you could be around some nice people that are looking for. No, I think maybe I'd just be best staying here. Do you think many of them feel that way, though? Like, do you think that many of them are kind of nervous about it? Because it's kind of a scary thing. But you know what the thing is, sweetheart? you got to remember that that you're not just going to go and get adopted there. There has to be a home check, and your person now has to make sure that they pass. You're not just going to go home with just anybody. You understand that? Can I choose, she said. Yes, you can choose. You just make it really clear to your person whether you like them or not. If you like them, you cuddle up with them, be really sweet. If you don't like them, run away from them all the time. But you got to give everybody a chance. Okay, I'll go when my body feels better. So Sarah, tell us uh tell us where can uh tell us again your website and where people can contact you and see these kittens. Um on Facebook it's Sarah's Kitten Cuddle Room and on live stream it's Foster Kitten Cuddle Room. Foster Kitten Cuddle Room. I am going to be on there like all the time whenever I'm down. <laughs> I Look know. at the kittens. That I mean, what better remedy, right? <laughs> it's on 24-7, and once I can get the kittens approved um, after their FIV test, they'll be in there with her. Awesome. Awesome. And we got to get that sign. What was the sign again? What I did will... they say? <laughs> was there um, a sign that she said, imagine this, the cats adopted or in loving homes? In their forever homes. Okay, I, I will see this line immediately. <laughs> That's going to be awesome. I'm going to check it out later on today. Thank you, Sarah, so much for what you do and this great concept. Um, Thank you so much for being on our show, and we will be watching you and your kittens live on the Kitten Club. Thank you so much. I can't wait to watch those kittens. All right. Thanks, Sarah. There's Oh, my gosh. That's like the best idea ever. I know. That's so awesome. You know what else is awesome? I want to tell you a little bit about PetFlow.com, which is a leader in pet food delivery services, and they offer food and pet supplies for from over 150 leading pet brands, including Stella and Chewy's and Primal. Yay, Yay. <laughs> Stella and Chewy's and Primal. So they carry our favorite products. And um, if you log on, you can also get get some discounts from them because if you go to um, petflow.com, that's petflow, P-E-T-F-L-O-W.com slash petpsychic and use the code petpsychic, you can get free shipping on orders above $39 site-wide, no exclusions. So that's very exciting. You can get reliable delivery straight to your door, no more running out last minute and getting pet food. And, you know, the stores are closed. You can get it delivered, and they have uh, reoccurring shipping options. So it'll be set to your pet's preference. And uh, they have discounts each day for up to 80% off. And they have all kinds of food and supplies. So go check it out, petflow.com, P-E-T-F-L-O-W.com. Isn't that awesome? No, and no, it's uh, petflow.com slash petpsychic. Yes, petflow.com slash petpsychic. That way you can get all your discounts. Yes. And uh, the other cool thing about them is really they have good prices. I mean, like really good prices. I was checking them out, and 
that's where I'm going to get all my selling chewies and primal because it's like the best, the best around. Awesome. I got to check it out. We will go there and uh, we'll have the, we'll have the uh, link on our pages and everything too. So in case you didn't catch that, you can always check our website and all that stuff. So um, let's go to a call. This is very important. Uh, We have a call from Victoria who has two pit bulls, Bella and Giovanno. Their pictures are on Facebook. They got into a huge fight and Bella had to have surgery and Victoria wants to know, uh, first of all, what triggered it and is Bella okay? Um, Victoria, I'm so sorry you they got into a fight. Let's find out what happened, first of all. Tell us how the fight happened or what were you there? Yes. Um, I came home and I let them out to go to the bathroom. I was walking down the stairs because I always watch them. And then, bam, Giovanno and Bella were going at it. Vina didn't really get involved, thank God. She stayed away. But there was no toys, nothing that I could think of that would trigger this. I have no idea. They've been the closest for years now. I just don't understand how this would happen or why. Okay, can you tell me which dog is which? Because I see their pictures on Facebook. And so which is the dog with the stripes, the white stripes down her forehead? Um, To the left is Bella. She's smaller. And then Giovanno's um, to the right. And he's a little bit bigger. He has oh, a white... okay. He's, he's a yeah. male. Yeah. Okay. And so, and so who got hurt the worst? Bella. Bella did. And so are they litter mates? Um, no. Okay. And they've been together for how long with no fight? Probably two years. And and Bella, did she need stitches? Yeah, she went into surgery, and I wasn't able to be there for her because I was hospitalized because I got my I tried to separate it and I stuck my fingers where I shouldn't have in his mouth and she went to the emergency vet and I went to the hospital but she's home now thank god and was it him that did that bit you yeah i tried did to you... pry his mouth off and i shoved did... my fingers in his mouth which i shouldn't have oh. did you see who started it no, I was right there, too. It just seems like they just went right towards each other. And nobody had fought before, huh? No. Like, and, there was... Um, did they get any vaccines recently? No. Okay, good. Um, okay, let's get them and see. I'm going to ask Bella first. Uh, Bella, honey, what happened with the fight? What happened? My brother attacked me and told me I was bad. Why did he tell you you were bad? What happened? He said that I was hurting him and biting him down his spine, but I wasn't. He kept saying, stop hurting me, but I wasn't even touching him. And before mom came home, he was growling at me. He was just staring at me growling. And I didn't even move then. He kept saying to me that I was hurting him. I think he would have killed me. He was acting really strange. Okay, let's ask him what he what happened with him. What happened? Why'd you bite your sister? I'm not well. I have a shaky feeling all down my head and back. And I have a really bad taste in my mouth. And when I pee it stings. I feel really bad in my body, and the back of my eyes are hurting. 
and I don't know what's happening. So weird. It sounds like, I don't know, it's so hard to say, like, he feels like a feeling all down his spine and on his head, and he has a bad taste in his mouth, which it can be, that can be like an acid reflux, but it can also be um, like a seizure. Sometimes they have that metallic taste in their mouth and they have like a little seizure. Did you, have you ever um, taken a blood panel on him before? No. I would do that because you just want to make sure that there's nothing wrong with his liver. Because if there's sometimes when there's something wrong with their liver, they can have aggression. Can you ask him, Laura, if anybody hurt him or if anybody put any, like, food out that wasn't good? Because there's a tenant moving downstairs, and I have a really bad feeling that he was going to be vindictive. And I felt that there was something wrong with Giovanni because he hasn't felt right. I've been saying he doesn't look right. There's something wrong, but I can't pinpoint it. Um, okay, let me ask if he's eaten anything. Have you, did you eat anything or did anybody ever hurt you? I drank something that tastes funny, but it was in my bowl. Outside? A bowl outside? Was it a bowl outside or was it a bowl inside? It was outside. Oh, my God. I knew it. Oh, my God. You know what? I don't know, though. though. Hold on. I'm not quite sure yet. I'm not 100% convinced that somebody did anything to him because he could be having a bad taste in his mouth and thinking his water tastes funny. Because I found found an old bowl with what looked like red water in it or like something like paintish some kind of talc some kind of weird thing in the backyard and the entrance is the backyard to where he lives and I just had a bad feeling about this and I found the bowl and then this happened you know what I would go and get him get his blood tested and see if he's got anything going on in his blood okay yeah. Cause that's, because that's that's going to show up in the liver enzymes and stuff, right? I think it would. I mean, in a yeah. toxicity, yeah, I'm not sure. You'll have to ask the vet. Like, you'll have to ask the vet if he was poisoned or if he had anything, he was given anything. Okay. Um, and also you might want to think about, like, it's just, Cause I don't know how much has to be in his blood still for it to show up. Like I just don't know that. But you might also want to see a holistic vet and just ask them, like, what can I do to cleanse his body? Mm-hmm. And maybe you could get him on some sort of diet or supplement that will help cleanse him. And then also, um, I would get him adjusted by a chiropractor just to make sure that he's not out of alignment and that feeling in his body isn't, like, to his nerves. Okay. Like a nerve is pinched or something. Okay. But it does sort of feel like it's not, like, malicious. It's like something was going on and it just it came to head. But it doesn't seem like he has a behavioral problem. It sounds like it's physical that's creating the behavioral problem. Did Bella drink it, too? Bella, honey, did you drink anything outside? No, I didn't. He doesn't let me get near things anyway. Is that true? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Does she feel better? Is she going to be okay? Because she has a drain and a whole bunch of stitches. I feel fine. I'm just worried about my brother. Aww. It was really scary. I mean, I wonder, too, if it could be, like, a drug, like a, like a, I don't know, because the way he was growling at her and stuff beforehand, it sounds like it was, like, he was on something, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, definitely, definitely go to the vet and just get it checked yeah. out at least for peace of mind. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely I'm going to. Yeah, keep us posted, Victoria. Let us know. Okay. Thank you okay. so much. Yeah. Thanks for right. calling. And trust your instincts when you think when you think something's wrong with him, you know. That was really good that you picked that up beforehand. Yeah, I felt it and I saw it and I, I nobody believed me, so. Yeah, well that's a that's just um you gotta trust your intuition and. Okay. Yeah, it's a hard when nobody believes you when they don't see. Some people don't see that fine. You know, sometimes it's just like fine movements of theirs or fine behavioral changes, and people don't see it. And you just have to trust yourself. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Victoria. Thank you. And I hope uh, Bella has a quick recovery. Her stitches don't look fun. No. Oh. Gosh, and I hope that sweet That's little scary. guy is still better. You hope to what? I said I hope he feels better, too, because I don't like how he feels. I know. Yeah. Vet, number one, then chiropractor. Right. Good. Those are the two first two steps. Then figure out what else is going on. Uh, I'm okay. Like, for, sorry. For everything, what? I go to chiropractor. I just think it's, it's good to... Um, Get them checked by the chiropractor always. Mhm. Yeah, and you always say blood work too. Yeah, because that blood work tells us that I just I can't tell you. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very important. Okay, let's go to our next call. Um, we have Carol on the line who has Jerry the Yorkie that passed away um, suddenly at nine years old in April. And Jerry's picture is on Facebook. Why did she die so suddenly? Was she in pain? And how is she now? So Carol and Jerry on the line. Welcome to the show, Carol. Hi there. Thank you for having me. So Jerry, what um so what happened? Did she just did were you with her when she passed away? She she got sick um in March and um we took her to the vet, and they didn't know what to do. They treated her for her for stomach or something like that, and um, she was just really restless. So they gave her like a, a tranquilizer too. Like, and anyway, she just was restless at night and and up and down, up and down. She couldn't find a couple um, a comfortable spot, and um, she just wasn't herself. And she was dead within a month. She died April fifteenth. Oh, so okay. we expected. I expected her to live till fifteen, so it was quite a shock. Oh, right. Okay, let's get her and see see what she can say about this. Well, thank you. Tell my mom heaven is really special. She said that she's a, with a woman that always has her hair done there. Do you know who that would be? So no. It would be somebody that may be in your life um, that you knew that maybe she had not known, maybe she didn't know in her lifetime, that loves to have her hair done. So maybe <laughs> like a like a grandma, maybe? Possible. And also, she likes licorice sticks. The woman. Okay. I'll have to think about that. Yeah, you have to think about it. Um, so, Jerry, like, what happened? How come you passed away? Like, do you know what, what made you sick? Yeah, I do know what made me sick. Really? My heart was not good. My heart was hurting me, and I think it had like a tumor on it. Did they had they done an ultrasound? We were getting to that. Mm. We we took her to um a vet. So you think she says it's the heart? Wow. She we took her to a vet school, and um, we just stopped short of an ultrasound. We were we spent 
we already spent like twenty five hundred. Oh and my And that God. was the next. So it was did, just. Did um, they hear anything with her heart? Did they notice anything with her heartbeat? They didn't. Nothing. Nothing. They didn't say anything com- like that. No. But it was. That's what was making me so anxious. So, um, so you're saying a tumor? I, that's what she is saying. She's saying that she felt like she had something on her heart. I don't personally don't know if a tumor can grow on the heart, but she's saying that she felt like something was on her heart. Well, thank you. I have a a quick story to tell you real quick. It'll, It'll only take 30 seconds, but... The day after she, the day after she died, um, she sent me. Um, I I, could, I couldn't stay in the house, and I had a. Um, I just ran. To, I just got in the car and just started driving towards the ocean. I live on the east coast, and um, this rainbow, it was a rectangle rainbow in the sky, and it just hung over my car for at least an hour. Oh. And I never heard of the Rainbow Bridge. Oh. And. And um, but anyway, I kept kiddingly thinking, "Oh, that must be you, Jerry." But I didn't think anything of it. It it, it was there so long, an hour, and when I got back home, the vet called and her ashes were ready. And when uh-huh. they handed me the uh, the box, it was a beautiful, beautiful box and wrapped in velvet. And the velvet said, "Until we meet again at the Rainbow Bridge." So oh I, my God. I know. I just got I know. chills. So, I know, but you're so beautiful. No, I know that's the only thing that um, uh, keeps me going. You know, just thinking. Yeah. She said she'll see you again. Yeah, that's the only thing. But anyway, I just wanted to share that story with you because I I could believe it. But it looked like a rectangle in the sky. It wasn't like a regular rainbow, and it wasn't raining or anything. It was sunny. Oh, my so, gosh, how beautiful, how lucky you are. Yeah, I thought so, too. I thought so, too, Thank but it was so um, very traumatic. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you so yeah. much for sharing your story. It's so beautiful. You're welcome. Well, thank you for having me on. And yeah. Thanks, thank Carol. You, okay. Thank okay, you. thank you. Hi, Carol. She keeps that saying, I'll so see you soon, I'll see you soon. Oh, maybe Jerry's coming back. I know, I kind of think she is. Uh-oh. Get ready, Carol. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she well, can't you be know, like me where I'm like, don't come back. Some... Yeah, she'll probably get to see like another rainbow or something when she comes back, you know? That's so cool. I I got like chills like three times when she told me that story. Yeah. So crazy. That's so cool. Um, I have a very special announcement right now. It is to announce the winner of our contest uh, on Facebook, Yay. which is Rachel Stefano. So, Rachel, Yay. congratulations. You must message us through our Facebook, or you can email us at petpsychicradio at gmail.com to get your uh, 15 minutes of private consultation with Laura. And I just what she wrote was she wrote my animal has taught me to look outside of myself. To listen with my whole body instead of just my ears. Beyond that, they've given me joy and purpose whenever I feel like I lost everything. Oh, it's so pretty. So beautiful. There were so many submissions and it was kind of at random that I picked. I I thought that was, this one was really nice, but there were just so many. I think next time I might just put in all the good ones in a bag and pick it out, you know, because it was really, really hard to choose. But congratulations to Rachel, and uh, I hope we will continue to do something like this in the future, and you all will participate again. And thanks for all the beautiful submissions. It was really nice to just read through them. I added that my dog, Ventura, taught me to drink water. <laughs> <laughs> Which I still have a problem with, but I'm going to try to drink more water. Yay. Not as beautiful. <laughs> uh, let's talk to Storm King and friends for words of wisdom. Okay. 
Actually, let's talk to a donkey. Ooh. Is donkey is the donkey now. Stormy's friend? Yeah, I've got four donkeys now. Oh yeah, Eeny, Meeny, Miny, and Mo. I know, but I've changed their names to oh. Georgie, Daphne, Addie, and Wyatt. Okay, so who are we talking to? Okay, let's talk to um to Daphne. Okay, Daphne. Okay, I'm gonna get. Daphne, I'm gonna give ask her about some words of wisdom. Daphne, do you have any words of wisdom? Yeah, I do. When the sun comes up, get moving. Even if you don't feel like it. Start walking. Walk up a hill and drink some water. And then you'll be ready for breakfast. If you do that every morning, you'll have energy throughout the day. <laughs> so translation, yeah, translation, self-care, very important. Exercise? Exercise and self-care. It's the interesting thing about that, too, is that her pasture has a hill, and mm-hmm. There is water at the bottom of the hill and at the top of the hill, and she gets fed at the bottom of the hill. So what she's saying is she must go up to the top of the hill in the in the morning and then come back down to eat. Oh, so that's like her little workout. I know, but you know the other interesting thing about that actually is that the ranch that I'm in is sort of like a hill, and I take the whole animals, all the dogs, five dogs, and Seymora, the bird, on a walk every morning. So we're walking up the hill, too. We don't drink water up there, though. She must see that. Yeah. That's so cool. So, wait, can you, who are all your animals that you live with now? Oh, my God, are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Stormy and Luca, my Aussie and my poodle. Then there's Summer, who's a lab. Um, Honey, who's a lab. Primrose Speedy, who's like a Jack Russell hunting dog mix. Uh, there's Makia, my cat. Serafina, my cat. Tiggy, the cat that came with the place. Um, Simora, the parrot. Uh, Bean, my bunny. And um, Wyatt, Daphne, Georgie, and Addie, the donkey. And? That's all. And... Jubilee. There you go. My horse. (laughs) She lives next door. She lives next door, but she's part of the animal family that just grew tremendously. Can you believe that? There's 12 of them. Oh my gosh. How amazing. I know. I love it. That's great. That's so amazing. Well, I just wanted to note that I'm trying to adopt a dog named Fenway. Still haven't heard back from the uh, Doodle Rescue Collective. But if anyone knows the Doodle Rescue Collective. No, they told me that they're looking at all the applications, and I hope that I'm a good candidate. So if anyone knows Doodle Rescue Collective, put in a good word for me, for Fenway. Yeah. Say it again. What's the name of them? Doodle Rescue Collective. Oh, my gosh. Well, what's. Get them on the show. Yeah, I should. Bribe them yeah. into ad- letting me adopt Fenway. Okay, yeah. we'll tune into uh, the Pet Psychic Radio Show next week to talk to the animals. Until then, go to thepetpsychic.com for more tips on animal communication as well as private consultations with Laura. You can also like us on our Facebook page, facebook.com, Pet Psychic Radio. And if you're not following us on Twitter yet, please do so at The Pet Psychic. That's The Pet Psychic, and that is Laura's Twitter name. And we um, also, if you want to, you can follow me. I'm known as the vegan cannibal, Aiku Sahara, at Yuko Chino, spelled Y-U-K-O-C-H-I-N-O. God, that's so confusing. i got to, like, change it. What? You're great to follow. I am? Yeah, of course I, I love your- of course I am. I gotta take some positive thinking from the animals. Yes. That's right. 
We'll see you all next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.